record on this computer. Uh, yeah, we're good. We're live. And cool. Awesome. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode two. We're still working on a title. Hopefully, by the time that you hear this, there'll be a title. <laughs> That'd be sweet, I'm, though. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually kind of hoping that, like, after, like, a couple episodes, like, we'll have, like, a breakthrough moment where we come up with, like, the most ingenious title. Yeah. We, we say, but, we like, keep, it maybe hasn't happened yet. Yeah, maybe it's something we keep saying out loud. You know, they're like, oh, of course, that's the title. Why don't we think about that? That's the word, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of these days. We'll yeah. see. I mean, maybe yeah. just, it's the worst, whether it's, uh, yeah, whether yeah. it's objects or podcasts. It's yeah. terrible. It feels so forever, which it really doesn't have to be. I mean, we could pick a new, we could pick <laughs> a new name. We could pick a new name for our podcast every single week. I don't, I don't, I don't know if uh, podcast names are something that you can uh, – you know, iterate that quickly on. I feel like you kind of need to just make that decision up front and live with it. <laughs> this is what we're <laughs> going to call it. We'll call it this forever. I bet you if we looked it up, there's podcasts that have uh, changed, changed their, name. their name. Yeah. Maybe. We should, our podcast should be called Upfront Podcast Name Design. <laughs> this is the iterative process of name design or of name. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I don't know if anyone can tell, but I don't know if our audio sounds different, but Joey and I are back in our, I think this will be actually the norm where I'm in New York, Joey's sitting in Chicago, but I think the audio sounds pretty good. At least it does right now. So yeah. And we should be the only real judges of this, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Who cares about what anyone else thinks? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Anyways. Cool. So, so we were just talking about a couple different things that we might want to talk about. Uh, maybe to kick things off, um, I'd love to hear about uh, the talk that you gave this week. Um, do you want to talk yeah, about yeah. that? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we were fortunate enough to be back on site uh, at the same client again, which was really exciting. It was great having you, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. It was like good to have the whole gang back together, the whole band. Yes. Um, which was fun. And I think it was kind of cool. And I'm actually interested after I, I dive into this, uh, would be a great thing for me to hear is, what are your thoughts on that? You know, like returning mm-hmm. uh, after X amount of time and, and seeing the changes that are kind of put into place and stuff. But we'll, we'll leave that for mm-hmm. a, in a couple of minutes here. Um, but the talk is actually something that uh, you reached out to me, you know, like feels like now months ago um, where you kind of reached out and you were like, Hey, um, after we had, we had an inception um, with um, some of our clients and some client engineers and um, you know, like the, the balance team that was inside of there and, um, for people that were new to um, what expectations are for a consulting engineer, uh, it was we found some interesting things, you know, some interesting patterns of of odd uh, behavior. And I guess not like really odd, but it's just like abnormal to us um, inside of Pivotal where we're pretty used to um, a lot of these conversations being framed the same way and the right way for us. Yeah. Um, and that kind of something like, hey, we should do something about that. And we should kind of have a, we should have some sort of, um, um, kind of what we what do we call it? Consulting for software engineers. Yes. Um, yeah, and so we we ripped on a bunch of stuff and tried to come up with a format, and that format was um, similar to how we do core practice talks inside of Pivotal, which is just like I'm gonna like say some things and then let's have a conversation around that based on your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had I don't know it was probably like twenty or thirty uh, of our clients in there in the room and. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, we started facilitating a pretty good conversation. Actually, one of the engineers that was in 
the inception um, happened to be there, that inception that we were speaking about earlier. Um, and that actually made it pretty interesting because um, we could take their input and, and kind of um, the learnings that they've, they saw and see like how they could apply them to what we were talking about. Um, you know, I think there's, yeah. you know, I didn't really prompt that, that individual very much. Um, so I, I didn't know that they were going to come or not, but I think we could have had some, some good conversations around that as well. Um, <laughs> the, the actual, nice. the workshop or, or the, the deck itself is available. Um, it's available in the documentations that we have inside of Apple's, um, the Google site that, that we've kind of created, um, for all of our, mm-hmm. um, nice. yeah. So, I mean, it's something that I think went well, um, one of the one of the individuals that like is not an engineer but is is part of the team over there was like, hey, this was long overdue. You know, we should be doing this more, more often. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah, which is really you know positive feedback in the sense of yeah, you know, this is important, but also like it's you know it was kind of a enlightening moment of like this is something that when we think about how Apple's spinning up new labs and and how individuals are kind of going to that that this conversation around consulting and how to consult as a software engineer. Um, is one that uh, we don't realize, I guess, at Pivotal that we're pretty good at. Um, I think until you kind of go out into the world and you're like, oh, I guess we are good at it because, you know, we stop framing things as solutions and we start to um, to understand how we can kind of uh, build that all into an iterative process. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, think, I, mean, I think what I really liked about when we first started talking about ideas or, you know, talking points, um, that we spent a lot of time talking about, like, our engineering practices, like we have TD, we have pairing, and uh, we do a really good job at like teaching and, you know, talking about those things. But there's a lot of other just like more nuanced things that we haven't, that aren't like, not like a a one word practice, but that are like very important. So like, uh, you kind of touched upon one such talking point, which is like, you know, not when, when you go up, when you're going into like a kickoff or things like that, you're in discovering framing, like to not, you know, jump to solutions. And that's like a thing mm-hmm. that like as pivots, we're so used to because everyone around us uh, is just talking in a way that's, you know, not like that, mm-hmm. uh, but is perhaps in a different environment. Um, you know, you're really used to like as a consultant, you come in and you're like supposed to be the ideal person, the person who has all the, all the answers. So you like want to get to solutions, but we're really trying to teach our clients to not get go there spend more time in the problem space um so it was good that we like said that explicitly like hey this is why you know we don't go to solutions and um here's here's how instead you should um you know start a project or things like that yeah Yeah, and i I think that the reason that it's probably interesting is because when we think about pivotal onboarding and we think about um you know kind of how we get ramped up um again like you know through the process of pairing and kind of uh, immersiveness and, and co-location, everything else, we, we pick up on these things and kind of like what you said, which is a lot of pivots are just speaking in that way. They're speaking in more abstractness and like um, less than that, like finite, like this is what I need to do right now. Um, so it's something that like, we don't really, I didn't think about as being um, this thing that we, we kind of needed to, to enable our, our clients on because it was like, Oh, like they, you know, this isn't something that we we've like have like a, a documentation or a book for, you know? So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And it's something that like, you know, uh, with what we did, you and I, and that work um, a couple months ago, and then the deck that I made, it's like, I don't know, I don't, I don't see a lot of that. That might be one of the first ones that we have around this. So it's, it'll be fun to iterate mm-hmm. on that and see, especially when we're, um, we're, you know, we're dealing with clients and, and customers um, that might have to, to have to have these skills, you know, like might have to 
um, be yeah. able to, to consult in a way of like, um, you know, enabling new people that aren't familiar with the practices. Yeah. And I think like to, uh, to riff off of that, like, I think even just, I know like in your particular case, um, you know, we are trying to teach our clients some consulting skills, but I think also just, you know, more broadly, this definitely applies to just how do you, like you said, bring on new people? How do you coach people on your team? I feel like mm-hmm. I've thought a lot about, um, you know, in this, these first couple of months on Apple, like there's, again, like we talk so much about particular practices, uh, but there's a lot of just things that you take for granted, just coming into a pivotal environment, surrounded by a bunch of pivots that are, uh, you know, in a certain culture or like, you know, behave a certain way that like aren't things that we've necessarily documented or not things that like we've necessarily said like, oh, you know, this is a, this is a great thing. And we we need, we need to make sure that other people understand like that this is also valuable as far as like, how do you work with other people? How do you, um, it's, yeah. So it's like, it's interesting to discover, like, you know, we can teach, you know, design thinking, or we can teach like, how do you run a kickoff? But there's a lot of other like nuance Mm -hmm. that is also extremely important that we may not have a lot of like literature or things on. Yeah. It's not things that you can directly teach, right? Because yeah, experience, it's experience and, and skill, right? And, and that's, that's interesting. And I think it's a challenge that we have, um, whether or not, like, I, I think it applies across all clients, right? Because realistically, um, when you're doing this and when you're kind of transforming your organization, there's going to be parts of your organization that still haven't, um, haven't made that transformation or that shift. And so they will probably send people over and it's about like, how do you enable those individuals and how do you kind of inspire them to jump over and to, to want to work in this fashion, you know, and when we think about like extreme programming and, and kind of the, the way that that kind of changes a developer's mindset. I think there's, there's some stuff around like engineers and, but also the rest of the product team that is around how can you convince people to kind of be excited about this mm-hmm. um, and convince them that like, you know, like with, with more than just like do the practice, you know, and, and we talk about this a lot and I know we've had conversations around the, the whys around a lot of um, Pivotal's core practices and around, um, you know, some of the tenants of lean and XP and uh, you know, like the understanding those whys. Right. So I think there's, there's a, there's a world where um, in our, in Apple and this organization, we, we have to be really good at that. Right. Like um, those are the questions that um, we can't be wishy-washy on is like, why is this the important thing to do? You know, I don't know if you found a yeah. experience in that. So definitely I do. do you, are there any, sorry, go for it. I was just going to say, um, you know, because of time, I would love to come back to that question I had earlier, which was, you know, your um, reemergence and your, uh, your, your coming home party <laughs> <laughs> back to the client after, after yeah. what, like a month away. I'd love to, you know, especially yeah. when we think about like, is this a practice that we want to start instilling and, um, and you being somebody that has actually had the opportunity to, to work with two clients inside of our yeah. very small Apple, um, organization. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love to just get your thoughts on that. Like, what yeah, did you, definitely. What do you think um, about it? Yeah. So, so for some additional context, um, if you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, I am now on a different project than Joey, but, uh, earlier this week, uh, I spent two days actually with, uh, Joey's current client, um, and it was an interesting, um, opportunity to say, you know, what is it like to sort of leave and then come back? Um, I think someone had used the word, like, kind of like a tune up. Um, but 
I think, I actually think, I think it was very fruitful. It's, mm-hmm. It definitely felt like a very, although it was a very short period of time, there was a lot of things already going on that I felt didn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just running around, like trying to catch up with people, trying to like fix things. Like that definitely wasn't the case. Um, and it was really great to see like some things that I had like just barely set in motion. Like I was trying to, I was, as my time was wrapping up on that, on that project, I was really trying to rush to, you know, get all these things going. And it was really nice to see like things like, um, like a product lunch, you know, they were still happening. Um, I definitely think that they're, um, again, like coming back to like the whys, like, although that like it was really encouraging to see like activities were still happening. Um, it was nice to do like a re like a refresh on like why those activities should happen. Like, cause I didn't want it to be this thing where, you know, Oh, product lunches, you know, designers and PMs get together every other week and we have to, and we have to talk about these things. Like I really want to make sure that you're going, you're doing this product lunch because you genuinely find it useful and that we're actually talking about things that matter. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I felt like, and I, and I definitely see that as like a thing that, you know, other pivots have noticed as, you know, we've like ended projects that sometimes clients like take back a lot of like the, the ceremonies, like retros or standups and, but like perhaps lose sight of like, what why we actually are doing those things Mm -hmm. and so we're not like actually finding them valuable we're just kind of like doing them for the sake of doing them um and that was i definitely saw some elements of that in coming back um so it was really great to you know reconnect with what was happening and say like hey like you know it's really great that you're still doing this meeting or it's really great that you you know want to do this agenda for a design sprint but like let's think about you know why do we have to do it this way um so during the two days i was there we actually the team was doing there was a team that was doing a design sprint for a client and uh they had sort of like prepared this agenda you know very a lot of the stuff that we had done we had taught them to do um on like previous design sprints so like you know, we would do personas, then we do like problem prioritization, then we do like solution prioritization. So, you know, kind of like by the book, pivotal DNF kind of stuff. Um, but, but in this case, like it was so different than the other designs that we had done. We had like, didn't have a lot of uh, access to concrete research. Uh, the problem space was very, very large. So we didn't have like a domain expert in any way. Um, so you couldn't actually just follow the, the path that we had taken before. Mm-hmm. Right. So because like, you know, these things are so new to um, the, these activities were so new to people, it was hard to you know, actually effectively iterate and say like, Hey, this activity like isn't working or it's not achieving the goal that were we they, wanted. Were they to. able to recognize that? Were they able, were they able to, or was it like, I think that like, I think they definitely recognized that it was a struggle. Um, okay. but they were def- they were a little unsure of like how to move forward. Sure. Um, like, Hey, like, does it make sense to like generate these problems and prioritize them? Um, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a really great learning exercise for, um, the folks that were there, right? Like, how do we, how do we, how can we be flexible with the things, um, with activities and things? Um, I think that said, like, it was really encouraging to see, like, 
you know, some people that we had just started to enable really grow into, you know, the roles that they are now. And uh, although like, you know, activities and things like that, uh, you know, we're still, they're still learning to, you know, iterate and be creative about how to do certain things. Uh, they had really grown in some other ways. Like they are really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like we had some people in the room that were very new to the new, new to the client um, and really new to like this way of building software. Um, and so I was really proud of seeing these individuals um, be really great coaches, really explaining like, you know, the value of, of why we're working differently uh, and I think that was really exciting to see. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. I feel like that, you know, that's like that rewarding aspect, right? Where you come back and you're like, hopefully it all didn't fall to shit. And you're just like, oh my God, no, <laughs> everything we've done. How did you not listen to yeah. me? But when you come home and you come back and you're like, okay, cool. Like, I feel like you're, you're taking what I've, what I've given you and you're expanding on it. And, you know, and, and yes, there's, there's like some, you know, there, there are things that you need to, to do and change, but like, that's normal of even a very healthy office, right? There's things that you need to kind of iterate on and understanding that, but um, that's pretty exciting, I think. And it, it's, uh, you know, points in the right direction of, of um, the impact that like, you know, that you had earlier, but also uh, the importance of kind of coming back, um, letting yeah. people kind of like start figuring stuff out for themselves and being like, all right, cool. Like, do I need a course correct? Do I need to like, you know, tweak this a little bit? Yes, but you're you're on such like a good path that I don't have to like stop, hold up, you know, turn everything around, everything's broken type thing, you know? Yeah, it's it's an interesting question, uh, and I don't know what the answer is, but like when does it when can you leave and then come back? Like when is when is um, an org, uh, a you know, group of people mature enough in their growth that mm -hmm. we can say, you know, as Apple or as Pivots, hey, like it's okay if like we leave for a month and then come back for, to like check in. Yeah. Um, and I would say that like in this case, like it was totally fine. Like it wasn't like things were going the wrong way. Like um, it was really cool to see people who, again, like I had just started to work with or were just barely teaching them like what is a persona, what are assumptions, um, but really like growing into like, oh, I'm like running a team of like four pairs and look, look at my backlog. And, and yeah. that, that was really exciting to see. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's sweet. Uh, yeah, I think we need to advocate for stuff like that. You know, I think, like you said, though, it's tough to know what that timeline is or what have you. But, um, you know, I think it's kind of built into our initial model and plan, which is just like, you know, go there, try to make as much impact as you can, um, leave them with a lot of tools and everything else they need. But then you got to take a step back and see like, okay, well, how do you do it when I'm not there? And then come back and be like, let's adjust a little bit. And I think, um, and I think that like all proved out there, right? And so... Yeah. It was fun. It's, it was great. It was also just great having you back, back in the house. <laughs> it's always a good time. We celebrated someone's birthday. It was a riot. I flew up the next morning. <laughs> did, you go, did, you go back to, <laughs> did you go back to Boston in the morning? Or? I did. I flew into Boston. My flight That's was exciting. at six in the morning. It was just like all over the, just all over the place, you know? Yes. And now I'm back in New York. There we go. Cool. I, uh, you know, I recently was uh, promoted to uh, American Airlines Platinum. And the world of Hyatt Globalists, I have my own concierge wow. now. Yeah, you know, just wow. little, perks, little travel perks. Um, my concierge Wait, reached out. American usually? Yeah, American. Yeah, oh. it's uh, American or United are pretty much the good ones. I thought, we were, I thought Apple was just a bunch of Delta people, but I guess that's just New York. Yeah, that's all those. That's all the peeps like out of um, 
Hotlanta too. You know, I think that like they're all Delta. I think most. Yeah, I don't. I, I know Bill's also American. Is <laughs> um, <laughs> he's, he's American? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's some some people are Australian. You 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 get it. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, good though. It's a terrible joke. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's Should fun. we do an episode on travel perks or tra- travel perk tra- yeah. travel rewards points? I think so. I mean, Jason we could open it up, line. right? Like we need to we need to like push this thing out to the masses and see what people are interested in learning about Apple. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we should definitely get feedback on what people are interested in. Yeah, we as, as we do get feedback. Yep, and as uh, honestly, we we didn't like both these episodes will probably drop at the same time for the rest of Pivotal. Um, yeah. While we've kind of like let them let our internal team see them for now. Yeah. Cool. For sure. All right. Uh, cool. Well, we're over time. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Jackie. Nice talking to you. Yes. Thanks, Joey. Goodbye, right. everyone. Bye.